0: The Tap Talk is back. First things first, on the last episode, the Super Bowl episode, uh, we did a competition with Fauna Brewing in Arundel. Uh, Finally done the giveaway, finally done the draw, and I can announce live on the podcast that the winner is... Harry Dunn. So, Harry, your gifts will be in the post. Thank you to everyone for entering. Massive thanks to Fauna. For the prize um, and hopefully we'll get a episode of Snakey's tap talk over there recorded in the tap room trying their beers talking to them about what makes their brewery their their brewery really um, today I'm at the Longshore in Shoreham it's a pub I haven't been to I don't think I think I maybe toyed with coming here once but I never did uh, I'm joined by Josh Parsons. Firstly, Josh, how are you? Good mate, how are you doing? Yeah, all good. Pints of Heineken on the go. Of course. Um, quick sip there. Um, good good selection of beers here to be fair. It's not bad, it seems to change quite a lot. Yeah. Like, they've only just had neck oil in, which is an interesting one. So It's <clears> in <throat> neck oil is getting absolutely everywhere. They do it the Albion now. Everywhere. Um it's sort of it is the kind of the premium craft beer that pubs are looking to buy beaver town have really put the put the work in to get out there i've actually been to the beaver town brewery tap room on an industrial state very good what? um yeah did that after brighton beat tottenham but that's a story for another podcast um today's going to be one of our normal one-to-one episodes we've got lots to cover so i'll just jump straight in um with the pod we always start early experiences so do you remember your first drink the first beer First beer, uh, my dad used to give me cider yeah. when I was a kid, like a little sip, right. I used to think it was like fizzy apple juice. Like a uh, little was, break yeah, in. Yeah, just a little yeah. cheeky break. Um, I remember going to house parties when we were yeah. like 16, 17, you take a couple of your dad's beers out of the fridge or... And would your dad buy, because this, no. an interest, straight away, we're straight in, an interesting concept because... You've got people like so. With us, my mum and dad would say, "Here's four fosters. Yeah. Enjoy yourself." Other people, here's not four fosters. So then you have to go and find it. We had contacts. Yeah. Well, we, I had a contact back in the day that would <laughs> usually get me booze before yeah. a um, before any sort of parties. He was a uh, <clears throat> he was a friend of mine's older brother's friend. so <laughs> Quite a, a long quite trail, loose. but it was good enough. It, yeah. It, it did the job whenever there's a party going on. I was I was sorted. And first legal beer, where, where'd you get that? First legal And do you remember beer, what it was? I do, yeah, actually. My first legal beer was a bottle of Budweiser. Mm-hmm. I was um, playing guitar for a um, female vocalist at some festival up near Horsham, which was on my 18th birthday. Got there <laughs> at like noon, and the only beers they had were bottled beers of Budweiser. So my first legal drink <laughs> was a bottle of Bud. That's. But at least there's a story behind it, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good place to start, really. Um, do You know, you've spoken house parties, then when you started going clubbing, were you a clubber, were you a more of a bar, or, you know, we will get into it, you're a bit of an, on the music front, a bit alternative, so yeah. was it alternative nights and... I've gone to them more now in my sort of late 20s and getting to my age now. Yeah. When we were like 18, 19, they weren't as much of a thing there was one that the pav tab used to run in Mm. in brighton rip i I was gonna say rip tab um that we used to go to i can't gorilla rocks it was called and it was really good it was like i think snake bite was like two pound a pint or like (laughs) 150 a pint and you'd be absolutely destroyed and that was my first sort of my mates used to go to life on a thursday i used to go with them to that it was never really my music no till about 2am when they dropped my like, fat lips i'm 41 and all the blink 182 <laughs> stuff I'm like, oh i'm enjoying it but, oh, i'm finally here but i've never been much never been much of a clubber no not just because i just don't like the music and i just find it awkward it's just a bunch of drunk guys trying to touch up because <laughs> weird see it's an interesting one like with the you say about the nightclub and the music like And again, listeners of the podcast will know that Sam Hart always found in the cheese room, and the music the music does make a night out. And exactly, you have the people that were going to try and be on the pull, and people that were just out to enjoy themselves and. From my point of view, yeah, I'd always be in the cheese room, the sort of the retro room, because that was my kind of music. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd um, go for the cheese. Yeah. If it wasn't an alternative night or anything like that, cheese is fine. Cheese is fine. Cheese is all right. And then, so you know, go from that. Come, did you ever embark on a lad's holiday? I've been on a lad's holiday since I got older. Yeah. I um, my friend Travis, who lives in Orlando. He um, passed his firefighter school, and his mum actually paid for myself, him, and another friend of ours to go on an all-expenses-paid cruise of the Bahamas for uh, for three nights with al- every single alcohol included, like the high-end stuff. Really? We had the biggest all-inclusive package you could have. Amazing cabin with like a balcony on the back of the ship. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was my first ever cruise. Yeah. Working in the travel industry, I was really interested in going on a cruise because we sell so many of them, and it was hilarious. It was stupid. The amount of drink that went down. So was was it like you know was it the the English equivalent? I've been on one. Is the Southampton to Bruges and back? Mm-hmm. The, the was it the booze, was it a three-day booze cruise? Oh my god! Like obviously they do a stopover every day. Um, And on the last day, so your first port of call is Nassau, which is the capital of Bahamas. Beautiful place. Really nice to spend the day there and sort of just hang out on the beach. And then on the last day, you stop off at um, their private island. Royal Caribbean actually own their own private island. Wow. So you just sit there and obviously all the drinks on their island are free as well because it's included on your package because they own the island. And there was sort of snorkelling to do, shipwrecks and... There's just literally so much to do, so much alcohol to drink, so many activities to do. We did the belly flop competition on the last day. (laughs) I did not win. My friend that we were traveling with, Miller, he actually won. His was pitch perfect when it comes to a belly flop. It was incredible. It was the best belly flop I've ever seen. Do you remember what the beer was on the cruise? Oh my God. Um, So in America, a lot of them, besides the sort of like Bud lights and the Coors lights and the lights, a lot of Americans are drinking seltzers now. You yeah, I know. Yeah, you got the White Claws. So, for Bud listeners, Lights. you mentioned off record, you did listen to the Super Bowl episode. Listeners of the Super Bowl episode, the Bud Light seltzer came in at like four in oh. the most bought. Yeah, uh, the it's insane over there. And when you're in a climate as hot as like the Caribbean and Florida, it's such an easy drink. Mm. My go-to beer when I'm in when I'm in Florida, if it's not one of the um, One of the craft breweries. I have a craft brewery over there that I'll talk about in a bit. That's my absolute favourite and needs to get to the UK immediately. I would drink, most of the time it would be the Bud Light Seltzers. But if I was drinking beer, Corona on draft over there. Yeah, it's a, a lovely beer. So Corona's just come on, I say just, it's been on draft for a little bit time. I'm not a massive fan of it on draft in England, personally. I feel like for me, Corona is from a bottle But on the flip side, Amstel is from a pint. Mm -hmm. I can't have Heineken. I can, so as I mentioned with drinking Heineken, I can kind of get on board with Heineken in a can, Mm -hmm. but I prefer a bottle. Yeah. Amstel got to be a pint, Mm -hmm. Corona bottle for me, Mm -hmm. really. Um... So there's a lot. It's a lot of cans over there. Yeah. A lot of it is cans because you know the Americans love to shotgun. I don't know yeah. whether you've I've have done. Yeah. We haven't, but I've done a shotgun, and I've got a little video. But they are me quite, quite fun. Chicago. to i yeah. terrible at them because I always just end up dribbling it everywhere. But yeah, Corona Extra. It's called a Corona yeah. Light with a with a bit of lime in it. It's easy on a hot day because the climate over there is so much different yeah. than what it is here. It's you don't want like a heavy beer. No. I'd only drink like the craft beers from my from the brewery that I'm going to talk about in a bit. Um, but a lot of the time, it was the seltzers. We'd always go for what they call liquor drinks, which is spirits. Yeah. Um, I remember going to the casino and ordering um, the um, margaret the margarita, the um, Vespa Martini that um, James Bond drinks, and just sitting in the casino playing playing Play. blackjack as an English the only English guy on the cruise. Pretending he's James Bond, sat there in like a little nice shirt, ordering martini after martini. Just just because you're Which I didn't realise is so strong. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just gin and vodka with a bit of lemon juice. It's <laughs> unbelievably strong and it will take you out. Yeah. Um. So then we'll quickly, we'll jump back from the the other side of the pond. We'll jump back so, and you've already mentioned it a little bit, so you, you're musically gifted you you're good you like music I you you've played guitar so you've been in bands and things mm-hmm. I know one of my friends is a singer in a band and he's going to come on the pod sometime he won't drink the night before he won't drink on the day that he's singing because of his voice but from your point of view did drink go hand in hand with it yes yeah for me yeah um I am a, I am a stickler for like vocal stuff and yeah. I'll steam myself the night before like, you boil a hell of a lot of water into a pan, towel over the head, and just inhale as much of that steam as you can. That helps, like, loosen up your throat yep. so you're ready to sing, um, using, like, sweets like Vocal Zone um, and things like that. But I worked at a festival back in, like, when I was in college, it must have been, like, 2009. And I was um, working at this festival called White Air Festival, which is on the beach by Concord 2 in Brighton. Yep. And I was working for the band Biffy Clyro helping them get all their stuff to stage, making sure they're all good. And the singer told me that pineapple juice is the key. And Simon Neal from Biffy screams a hell of a lot and manages to tour the world whilst throwing out an hour and a half set every night and screaming his lungs off. And he never loses his voice. And he told me pineapple juice. And it stuck with me. So from then on, I would, as Snoop Dogg would tell you, (laughs) i put gin and juice together (laughs) Whenever I would play a show, gin and juice would be my go-to. I yep. would have it on stage because it would keep the nerves down. Yeah. Depending on how many people we were playing in front of that night. And it would help with my throat as well. Because the pineapple juice would just com- completely soothe my throat. It would keep it nice and moist. It was a really ideal singing drink to have. And that was that was my go-to. So I, is... w- I would drink. I'm the opposite to your friend. Yeah, you would. I'm you... sure he has his reasons. Like, he's... Drown himself in water, which is you know, a yeah. sensible thing to do. It's probably a hell of a lot more sensible than but I am. it helped you with the thing, as you say. But everyone's different. You've got, mm-hmm. you know... And one day, I hope to have darts players on the pod and things like that, and they have their optimum levels of how many pints they can have before they play darts to, to level them off, because it's a pub sport at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't want to be wasted. No, it's- but you have... But then I remember seeing... Um, Vampire Weekend I think it was at Reading Festival and the lead singer was absolutely battered smashing smashing everything up I remember seeing um, Amy Winehouse in 2007 at the Isle of Wight Festival and she had a pint of red wine and it was like three o'clock in the afternoon blistering hot summer's day Amy comes yeah. waltzing out with a pint of red wine and she still yeah. smashed it. Like it's not my sort of thing, it's more my fiance's kind of music. But she was very good. Yeah. from what I can remember. Very, yeah. very good, and she was absolutely trashed. So then you've touched on it already, so let's go we'll jump into it then. So you're in the travel industry in a way, so mm-hmm. 2013 comes around, you decide, and this is partly, you know, you've got stories to tell, it's why you're on the pod. You decide to take the plunge so you end up getting a job at disney yeah so how does that come about first of all so the start of 2013 was bad like i'd had a really bad time i was diagnosed with testicular cancer yeah and was having a terrible time of it and it was i just was desperate just to get back out there you know it was a good place for me i was happy out there and i was like there must be a way for me to just get out there, yeah. and not, even if it's just working for a year. Because so you, you've been anywhere. on holidays yeah, and things. Yeah, loads of yeah. times. Um, and I discovered this website called Yummy Jobs, and they actually do it. They specialise in sorting your visas out and doing absolutely everything that needs to be done in order to get you a job working for these sort of big companies over there. So I applied. I initially got turned down. Um, and I was so desperate for it, I ended up emailing them back and basically saying, well, no. Yeah, I'm, you're not turning me down. Give me an interview and I'll show you why I should be given this job. Yeah. And they eventually did. Someone must have cancelled. I don't know what happened. I don't know the ins and outs of it. Um, ended up doing the, the whole recruitment process. So do you process. interview over here? Yeah, you yeah. interview over. So you do an interview with Yummy Jobs, the yeah. company. And then if they decide you're good enough, they will forward you onto the interview process at Disney. So you go to the London, um, the Disney offices in London, I think it's in Hammersmith. Um, I went there and you do like a one-on-one interview with um, one of their representatives and then you find out like weeks and weeks later. It was a long time. It was a long time. I found out in December and I think I went for my interview around about the summer because I remember the night before my interview, I went to see Skyfall in the cinema with my dad. Um, and then obviously they gave me a date to go out in um, September of 2013, which ended up getting delayed by a month because I still had some hospital stuff to take care of. Um, but yeah, then that happened. So that, so, you know, from that point of view then, so it is the happiest place on earth by all accounts. Um, some would say, so what, How, like, let's just, what we'll do is we'll work onto the job and then we'll get onto the juicy, the beer bits. But, so what were your roles and stuff at, so what did you go into? Because people, listeners that have been, Mm -hmm. will know that, you know, on your name badge it will say Josh. Yep. Brighton. Brighton, England. Yeah. So then, because my dad, and listeners again who have listened to the episode with ian hart will know that he's an absolute nightmare so every time we went somewhere he would look at someone's badge and ask everyone them a question does. about. It. everyone does so do. what were your go-to's what what did you start with did you just stick in one place did they move you around So you had to. so you only had a choice of two things yeah so working at epcot yeah um in the rose familiar, and crown yeah they, so they have the rose and crown pub yeah or they have the merchandise shops because i have two full sleeves of tattoos the costume for the Rose and Crown pub would would show your lower arm. So Disney weren't about that. They oh, okay. weren't as on board with tattoos back then as but, they yeah, are Yeah, because that's like 10 years ago. Yeah. Know. So I had to go into merchandise, which was a long-sleeved costume yeah. in Florida heat, which was great, um, so that my tattoos wouldn't be on show. So they had certain shops, they had a Twinings tea shop that was actually sponsored by um twining's tea i actually have a story about meeting the owner of twining's tea (laughs) which is a really bad embarrassing story um uh, they had a football shop selling merchandise from the top four um they had just a standard memorabilia shop which was like Beatles, doctor who all that sort of stuff and then they had a um sort of confectionery shop which all of our chocolate and all that good stuff and that was basically it yeah, and that was that was the pavilion. That was it, and I was in merchandise. So I could be in any one of those shops at any time. Predominantly, being one of the only guys there working at the time that enjoyed football, they would put me in the they, sport, p- they because in the then you shop. can talk to the the people about what about the football, about exactly the, that who who's yeah exactly the game things like Especially that. Especially around the World Cup, it was World Cup twenty fourteen. Uh, around towards the end of my sort of program, because you do it; it's a year long program. Yeah, so you see, well. so they get they get you out there for a year, a whole year, yeah. And do they? give you an option to, like, reapply for the next year, or is it like, you've done your so year, it? will extend it. for yeah. three months, but it was predominantly the people that worked in the pub, the Rose yeah. and Crown, because it was so busy. So, let's go straight on to that then, like, so the, the Rose and Crown, because I've, I've mentioned, do you ever work at the Rose and Crown? So, the Rose and Crown, for listeners, because this is a beer podcast, we're focusing on the beer, Rose and Crown, the main lager is harp. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can even buy harp in England. You anymore. can't. <laughs> and then, they, so it's like harp, and it's like fish and chips, and that's yeah. all it is. And, and they it, have Stella as well. They've got Stella, which is which Belgian, Belgian Um Yeah, so it, it's this great, so anyone, again, if you haven't been to a, to a Florida for Disney, and you're thinking about it, do it, book out a day. And Amy, on the episode with Amy, we spoke about it do the epcot bar crawl the first (laughs) year the year that we went for my 21st birthday we went to we went to epcot and my dad and sister they went on ellen DeGeneres' um like well she does this there's this ride which is really slow ride oh um, it's like dragon one it's like recycling sort of thing they were like... Figment, I think it is. Yeah, they were like, we're going on that. And me and my mum looked at each other and we were like, absolutely not. No. So we went and did the bar crawl. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are doing the bar crawl, take your passport. Because yep, some places it. don't or take driving licences. So Disney's the only one who's like that. Yeah. Disney will take your driver's licence... If you have a photo of your passport, you so, don't actually need no. your physical passport. So at, uh, so the first one is Mexico. So we've Depending gone into, on which way you go. Yeah, depending yeah. on what way you go. If you go clockwise, it's Mexico. Yeah. So get to Mexico and we're like, oh, we'll have the tequila. Of course. So so we've gone for this tequila and uh, yeah, put the order in and they went, oh, just need to see your idea. I was like, yeah, we're out, <laughs> out for my 21st birthday. There you go. Nah, I'd need a passport. So then from there. You learn mm-hmm. your lesson. You learn your lesson. Just send your mum up to get the drinks after that because you can get two drinks. Yeah, two drinks per person. So, but it's only Disney that are that strict. Universal, totally different. So then, so how many days a week do you work? It's five days a week. You work five days Mm, a week, and is it set five days every week, or is it rotated? So you do it would be different every time, basically. And how many? What so? What's the perks of getting into the parks and stuff? You get free free tickets for the whole year and you get three guest tickets for the whole year. So I had a mate, my mate Andy, who's going to be my best man. He came out and I was able to take him to all of the parks. Bearing in mind, we had to absolutely smash all four parks in one day. Because he was only coming for a few days in transit to go and see his sister in Canada. So he was only able to come for a few days and I needed to take him to Universal as well. Yeah. Um, And we ended up just smashing out the highlights of each park. The thing is, and this is the thing, so you work this, you know, and again, once you've been, we've been a few times, so you get to know. It's like, if I had, and I speak to head of content, Victoria Hart, speak to her about it, and I say, we've got to go to Disney, but you, like, if I went with her, I was like, you only need half a day at Animal Kingdom because once you've yeah. things off... Yeah, yeah. You the, you the Hollywood Studios is the main one. That's the yeah. best, best part. The best one for people our yeah, age. Yeah. our age, yeah. Magic Kingdom's still good if you like the classics. Like yeah. My other half loves The Haunted Mansion. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. A lot of people don't know that Magic Kingdom's about 100 feet above sea level really yep yeah. so the ground level is all underground and that's how all the characters get around without being seen Wow and a fun fact for you as I've been under the castle yeah. in the uh, staff only bit there's a subway there you get a subway sandwich under the map <laughs> under, under the magic Kingdom I had Club. lunch that is an exclusive I had lunch next to Cinderella I was like that's Cinderella did they thing. ever make you put an, an, a, a, a in. did they ever make you be a character? no luckily not I was friends with Tigger yeah we'd have like the UK version of characters sometimes hanging around our area yeah Tigger was a uh, was a Man City fan and if every time I see him jumping up and down with his hands up in the air after Man City had probably beaten Chelsea at the time I knew what he was doing in that costume <laughs> I knew what was going on in that costume and I wasn't amused with him no but not no, at all he was uh, yeah so did you how many times do you reckon you've done the Epcot bar crawl oh god not actually a lot, because working in merchandise yeah. we had pittance. And if you want to do the Epcot bar crawl, you probably need to remortgage your house first yeah. and have a good think about that. You're looking at about between ten and fifteen bucks a drink, times that by eleven, depending yeah. on what you're drinking. And it was interesting. It was interesting yeah. working in the UK because obviously, if you were to go anti-clockwise, we're the second country. It goes Canada and then the UK. So we either get people just starting. Or people at the very That's end it. who are absolutely <laughs> destroyed by the time they came yeah. into my shop, like trying to buy a, a dairy milk bar for five dollars because they are smashed yeah, or just smashing fish and chips. They don't care where they're getting it from; they just want fish and chips. <laughs> and it was it was it was funny because you'd see such a different side of people. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. So then you ha- you've mentioned again like when we've talked off air before. So when you work at Disney and We've mentioned the name badge already. You've got, although it is you're in America, you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. You are surrounded by so many multi-cultural yeah. national. It's yeah. a multinational place. Mm-hmm. So you t- you said to me when I said, "Oh, I need you on the pod, talk about it." So there's a drinking league. Yeah, there's a drinking. So there's team. like a world drinking yeah, team. There's a Monday night special. Uh, basically, every single country at Epcot has a drinking team for the men and a drinking team for the women um, and you basically meet up in one of the apartments so the guy's team will meet up in any given apartment
1: They'll so do... quickly
0: you say about apartments so when you were over there do you work do you live like in a Disney complex or yes yeah, so do they they, own, they, they you... own four massive apartment complexes. Um, Vista Way was cutely nicknamed Vista Lay yeah, um, because of just the shen- shenanigans that go on um, there was uh, Patterson's Court which is where I lived there was a Commons and there was one else that I can't quite remember um, and they were just standard um, two bedroom accommodations they'd have two single beds in each bedroom so I shared with a guy from Newcastle my, his name was Mark, he was like my best mate the whole time yep. I was there um, he was part of the UK lads, that's what they call the UK lads. UK lads. UK lads. um And yeah, we'd go to a random apartment at about, you'd meet up at about 11, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Because yep. obviously the parks because are open the, late. Everyone's yep. working into, at the parks, yep. So then you would do drinking games there there would be a multitude of drinking games. So what's the format for it then? R- roughly what's the format for the drinking league? Um so you will turn up at these houses, you'll do your you, you'll do your thing. Yeah. Um and then you go and meet another team from uh, another country. You even meet them at your you have your like your home pub that you drink in. Yeah. So the UK lads one was at one on International Drive. It was owned by a Scottish lady. She was absolutely amazing. It's called Murphy's Pub. I'm not sure if it's there now. It's right next to um, the Slingshot on International Drive. Okay. Um, and we would play games like Flip Cup. Yeah. Um, and then they would do Kiss or Slap at the end for like the single people that are looking to sort of like hook up. But mostly it was always um, it was always Flip Cup or Waterfall, which was they'd nominate four or five people to get on their knees, and then they would. Have them try and drink as much as they can out of a um, not not a pint, but the um, what they called the um, four pint pitchers, and whoever finished the beers the quickest would would obviously obviously win. And there were league tables and things. Not league tables. No, it would just be on the night. It was just on the night. It would just be a thing on the night. And and it was always. You said it was always boys versus girls. It's always boys versus girls. Yeah. So the UK lads. Never lost um, a game of waterfall, the whole Downing one, yep. until we met the um, Anzacs, the Aussies and New Zealand. Really spanked, really, absolutely spanked. Those girls were unbelievable <laughs> at drinking beer. I've never seen so much, so much beer drunk so quick. And they did the haka for us when we first <laughs> met them, and they were amazing. They were probably one of my favourite teams to meet up yeah. with because obviously there's no language barrier. No, they share the same sort of things that we like to do, being in part of the British Commonwealth, and they were just... I think a that's probably, like, part of it. So, from your from your point of view, like, you're working abroad, mm-hmm. so it's, like, it's it's a social more than anything. It's to, to help with, you know, not that you, know, you might feel homesick, but it's like, oh, I've got something to focus on. I'm out with, I'm out with the, the UK lads on the... Mm-hmm. And you had initiations. Yeah, so you go for, like, ten weeks in a yeah. row. Then you are... You qualify for... Your picnic, as it were, the initiation picnic. Yeah. As they do, um, there's a little bit of a scavenger t- t- trail as well that you have to do, and yeah, it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever done in my life. Nice. But um, then you get a shirt, and they'll give you a name, and they'll name you from what how they thought you did on the um, on the uh, initiation. They wanted to call me Spaghetti Bollock Nays, yeah, because of the whole one ball thing. Yeah, but they thought it would be too harsh. I loved it. Yeah, but they were worried I was going to get upset about it. I wish they did it. They called me Trash to Call Chunder, because I was doing a lot of sicking in in the uh, in the multitude of bins around there. Also, when I wasn't shirted, I tried to impress a bit too much. Ended up downing an entire pint of Goldschlager, the vodka, the the one that everyone used to think. Cut your throat to get you pissed quicker. Mm-hmm. Not that's a myth. So bad. That's a myth. And puking that, I had to get carried out of this guy's apartment back to yeah. mine. Spaghetti was thrown up everywhere. Hence the, yeah, spaghetti hence spaghetti name. Days, yeah. I wanted to give me. Um, yeah. It was a bad night, and that's part of where my my name came from. As oh. Well. And everyone everyone will get their own depending yeah. on something that they've um, that they've done basically. Okay. Well. If anyone's going out there, let us know what your nickname ends up being. <laughs> Quite like I was number five seventy. So wow. Okay. A lot of people. That was ten years ago. Yeah. So, so you know, obviously they had the gap with the pandemic. I think they might. They must be getting close yeah. to a thousand now. There's a lot of guys going to it. It's a. It's a good laugh. Yeah. I mean, it is certainly something that if you're, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. It's probably hard work because, like you say, you're in the merchandise. You're earning x amount of money but not much but you're in florida you're Mm in you're in so the way that lads worked is you would pay ten dollars a week um people in the food and beverage would pay fifteen dollars because they earn so many um, tips they earn so much more and that would go towards all the pre beers and that would go towards all the pitchers at the bar that we'd be drinking in so you'd only actually be spending about ten to fifteen dollars on the beers and everything and then five bucks for a return taxi because we'd have our own taxi drivers in big vans that would come and get the whole team nice and take them back to the complexes (laughs) so it was an inexpensive night out to have whilst mingling with all like sort of the boys like it didn't have to be a single boys club like no Obviously, at the end of the night, the single boys play their games with the single girls and they get to, you know, do whatever. Crack on. Crack on, as <laughs> it were. But a lot of the time, it's just an excuse to, you know, go out, get out of your apartment. Because, mm. you know, there's not a lot to do when you're not at work. No. Um, and just enjoy yourselves and sort of, you know, especially when you're new and you're arriving into a, a pavilion that's got, like, people that have been there for, like, six months. And I was especially nervous anyway. Like my, I, In hindsight, I might not have gone if I thought about it more because of the whole cancer thing. Yeah. And I struggled quite a bit with it. So I kind of used it as a get-out clause a lot to get away from the reality of like all the hospital stuff that yeah. was going on at home. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I met some, you know, I met some good people. Friends for there. life. Yeah, people that, like that I still, you know, people that I still, still speak to. Um, not as many as I'd like because, you know, things happen and, you know, the whole... A lot of people maybe didn't understand what I was sort of going through at the time, which is, you know, fair enough. That's on them. Um, But yeah, really, a lot of people were, you know, friends for life and people that I respect and, you know, love to this day and and, and have had good, really good times with over there. And so we've touched on it a little bit, like your pub of choice. So was iDrive, like International Drive for those not not Florida uh, linked, was that your go-to for nights out and things? For that? Particular thing, yeah. There was, you know, there was plenty of things going on downtown. They had a I bar that they used to go to yeah. on a specific night. That was more like an indie night. They used to play quite good stuff. Um, there's a live band karaoke place at Universal called Rising Star. That's a really cool place to go to. Um, you can get on stage with a live band and sing some songs. Um, downtown Disney used to be a thing. It's so called Disney Springs, yeah. of course. Um, so there was a lot of places to go. and they'd arrange nights so it'd be like a Facebook group yeah for the people that are in the UK and they would run um, they would basically run um, trips over there and they'd say like who wants to come to this we're going to get a taxi to this yeah yeah. and basically you could go and do what you want good community then yeah they were always making the most out of the night because why not you're only there for a year exactly people were you know making the most of it sadly I couldn't as much as I wanted to because of health stuff money stuff you know it wasn't yeah the most ideal year of my life, but there are some really, really, really good memories from that that I can still cling to now, yeah. despite there being, a f- you know, a few. Bad and you've just said, you know, you're only there for a year, but of course, moving on to our second second part, you were actually there for two years in theory because you went back out for Universal this time. I did, and I see yeah. you've got a uh, Universal Studios um, uh, lanyard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Although Back to Future is no longer there, is it? No, that's all. The, this is just the classics. Yeah. Jaws, the classics. what a ride! What that's a ride. not there anymore. sadly. No. King Kong. E. T. is the only opening e- day ride that's still really? in um, operation. Wow. So how? Again, did Yummy Jobs get you at university? This was Yummy Jobs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you had to be at university for this one. Okay. And um, so that's the way that the visa sponsorship worked. And um, yeah, so I applied for that and got the job for the summer. Nice. And was able to jet off from, go over from June and then came back at the end of September. And you mentioned when we were chatting pre record, so very different. So different. So what what was different about it? Just because. It's just a different company to work yeah. for. Disney, or are more of a number. I felt like we weren't really cared for as much as. as there's much. so many people. Because there's so many people. Universal, because there isn't a high high number of people who were on like a programme or not. Like, obviously at the Disney one there was enough people to run a World Cup. Yeah. Um which we obviously played in, which we'll yeah. get into. Whereas at Universal it was just a few bricks would go to each hotel. You were, you would be working at the hotels at the Universal Resort. Because I had tattoos, again, I was assigned to the hard rock. <laughs> I wanted hard yeah, rock Yeah you wanted hard so rock much. anyway. Anyway and I was absolutely buzzing when I got it. And, yeah, that summer, it will never be top. No. The best summer ever. And I'm still best friends with two of the people I worked with at Hard Rock to this day. And both are going to be part of my wedding party yeah. as well. So that's how much of a bond real comparison unit. I have with the yeah. guys. And they're the two guys that I went on the cruise with yeah. as well. So, like, it's just a completely different thing. It's a it's a family. where we at Universal was such a massive family. And we were treated so well. Yeah. Um, we didn't have our own apartments this time they put you in a hotel called an extended stay which is kind of like a mini apartment hotel room kind of thing three guys would stay in there i was in there with two guys that i already knew um a guy called josh who i'd met um through being in the hard rock group because we all get added to yeah. like facebook groups when we get the job and a guy called johnny who i was at uni with anyway so the two guys that i went out with you knew i knew yeah. anyway so they were like my two best friends for the whole summer and obviously, we meet people out there, and then made friends of a lot yeah. of the Americans as well. Like there was some. So, so what, so what incredible does the times. job entail at there then? So there, they are. There are different options like food and beverage options. I was a lifeguard. Yeah. So I was in charge of just day to day pool duties at Hard Rock Hotels pool. Wow, solid! And was that again five days? That was five days a week. Yeah, depending on if they needed more people, if people would like called out sick, or yeah, if um. It was a especially busy day, etc. And then, yeah, but most of the time you're looking at like sort of 32 hour weeks yeah. minimum. And then let's flip it straight back to it is a beer podcast. So we're touching it. City Walk, incredible place. Yeah. So is that where you spent a lot of your time, or is it still the first you... night we went straight to City Walk? Yeah. We'd landed at like maybe like two three in the afternoon. Um, everyone was kind of feeling a bit down. Because um, we kind of landed on bad news, we landed on the day after the Pulse nightclub shooting. Okay. So Orlando was kind of on a bit of a, yeah, on a bit of a downer, on the day. And we wanted to, you know, we wanted to go out and just have a few drinks and just sort of get, get a feel for it. I, yeah. mean, I was buzzing because the two guys that I went with hadn't really done it before. So I don't know right, it's the same when I took my fiance there for the first time, you get this like really buzz inside you of taking people somewhere like you care yeah. about so much for the first time and seeing their reaction. So we ended up going to um, the um, NBC Sports Grill, had a couple beers they do there. Beer flights. Had I've a beer be- flights. I've yeah. had a beer flight there. And then moved over to more 2016, to actually. the other side. So the same summer I was there. Mm. Moved over to the same the other side where there was a dueling piano bar. And it was amazing. We sat in there for a few beers. They played uh, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen, which I requested. And it was a nice first night to get us into there. Fat Tuesdays is my go-to bar yep. over there. It's okay. not beer. No. Nope. They do do beers there. You get your Miller lights, your Coors lights, your Buds, your Heineken's, anything you want. They do do craft stuff as well. Um, a cider called Angry Orchard. They do... Yep. Um, what's the craft they do? Lie is the name of the, um, the craft beer over there that they sell. Um, Fat Tuesdays is basically just like a frozen liquor drink yeah with like extra shots in it frozen mugs and things perfect go to yeah. before you like especially if you're heading into like one of the evening events at the parks like Halloween Horror Nights or something like that to get you on Gets a good level especially it, yeah. if you know you're about to be scared <laughs> so it goes back to that nerve from the, uh, from the band days goes back to that letting yeah, out the nerves sometimes you need a little bit I'm better with horror now than I was but yeah maybe a few years ago I needed a couple more Fat Tuesdays and I maybe need now Um, and then so like from the Universal days any good stories anything that there was (sighs) too many there was a lot like there was a a hell of a lot one of the best stories was we got on Hulk before they'd even reopened it the ride over there the best story that I can can tell you is that I threw a party at mine at our apartment on the 4th of July yeah. For, um, it was my 26th, 27th, I can't remember. Um, and I'd gone to Warp Tour the day, which is like a um, festival full of like bands that come and play like alternative bands. And then I came back to my apartment and I, I'd invited some of the Americans. This was quite early into our. Into our um, yes, you've got us in June, there. so I knew yeah. sort of like. So this is relatively early, we hadn't met a lot of people. And I ended up extending the invitation to the entire staff at Hard Rock Creation. <laughs> And they all showed up. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. You're like thinking first, our pure term. Yeah. Like the first, within like the first person who turned up is now like my current best friend, Travis. He turns up with two cases of Budweiser. We start laying into the beer pong. I learned very fast that I might have thought I was a good beer pong player from playing. Oh, I in, had that in, in Chicago. Wrecked. Ridiculous. Wrecked they're, by the Americans. But I, I remember kill you. I I and I'm hoping to get James on the podcast. I went to stay with James in Chicago. And they had beer pong set up in the kitchen with just water in the cups, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even—it was like a Wednesday afternoon. It wasn't to drink; it was just for the for the sake of playing. Mm-hmm. And you just think, I'm out of my depth here. Yeah. So we wouldn't put water in the cup. This guy was pouring beers in the cups. Yeah. Those two cases went very quick. It got to the point where we were playing beer pong so much, I ended up playing with this guy, Giancarlo, a mate of mine who was also a lifeguard over there, and. The Hell a name, the, by the way. way. Carlo is the best. My Ecuadorian <laughs> um If you get one cup each left, yeah. say Carlo sinks it, and then I get one shot Redemption. to sink it back, the old rebuttal yeah. shot, and I sunk mine, and it happened, and then you go into a three cup extra yeah. time, they call it overtime. This happened so much that we ran out of beer <laughs> to the point where the only thing we had left was pre-mixed margarita. You can get a bucket of margarita mix from the um, the local liquor store, and then I'd been given a bottle of tequila from some of the um, some of the people that were on the program with me, and we ended up pouring this whole bottle of tequila into this bucket of margarita and ended up playing overtime with just margarita. margarita. So it's margarita pong in the end, <laughs> and pitch. there was just this crowd around yeah. the round the beer pong table, and like the last shot that goes in, it's like scoring in the, the final. <laughs> isn't it? It's mad. The amount they're just all over you, like crowd in and going. It's amazing. I remember going to, a, going to a proper house party that um, one of the um, girls held and me and my mate turned up with the Union Jack wrapped around our necks. We were ready for war because they were doing a beer pong competition that was a proper like frat house party. Team UK. We were like, I'm ready for this. Yeah. I've seen enough American Pie films. I don't care. We're ready. <laughs> we got into the final and my mate choked the shot and we no. ended up losing the final. But we gained the respect yeah. of Americans. They went... Were- you got to the final and you're just a couple of British kids and we're like yeah yeah we can do it we can drink we will drink you under the table <laughs> well that's the thing isn't it because like you've mentioned the light beers and we'll move on in a minute to the crafts but the light beers it is light it's I, remember, I went to dollar beer nights and I don't want to give too much away because I'm hoping to get James on as I say but you know it is it's it's not strong stuff it's no. not you know it's not your 5.2% no. stellars and things like that like um so just quickly with Florida could you live there yeah yeah you could there's, there's pros and cons to everything mm. um, the weather obviously when you're you know when you're sat at home on a day like this and it's raining yeah because we're recording this but hopefully I think the pods can go out tomorrow but it's been a just a horrible re- like it's that wet day. rain day isn't yeah it? it's not good um, so yeah for the weather but then there's obviously cons like the health system here is a lot better yeah there are pros and cons I will always miss my time over there, um, but obviously, I have a more steady career yeah. here, and then I would do over there. So I kind of like having it as the holiday destination yeah. rather than where I live. Maybe if I lived there, I'd get bored. And, that's and I don't the want thing that is, to happen. No, ever. you want it to still be that be magical, fresh and exciting lovely and, place. Know, have my holidays there and, and enjoy ourselves as much as we can. So. Any favourite bars over there? Any bars if people are over there to check out? Obviously Fat Tuesdays is Fat one. Fat Tuesdays is a must. Yeah. There are two of them. As you go into um, City Walk, there's one on the far left, which is where Rising Star is, and there's also one opposite Voodoo Donut, where it's just a sort of outside cart where you can go and get your, yeah, your drinks from before you go into the, um, before you head into the parks. There's some good bars in the parks as well. If you're in Universal. I recommend Finnegan's. Finnegan's is a good one. Or Alcatraz. That's a good bar. That's got a. Um, he's a really famous TikToker, I think. Murph, his name is. Okay. And he has like a little shark puppet on his hand and he'll make the shark attack cocktail. Oh, okay. I think well, that's, quite, check that out. that's quite a lot over uh, TikTok yeah. and stuff. Um, downtown bars. Uh, Harp and Celt was a good one for football. Because um, obviously I'll try and still watch my football over and, there. and And that is something I think I've touched on before is that it's it's backwards that where in America you can watch every Premier League game in England you can watch three a weekend or mm-hmm. four a weekend I was watching Chelsea every week mm. without fail were you trying to work work around it or was it well a lot of the time it was so early in the morning we did not usually start working until in the afternoon Yeah. so the three o'clock kick off would be ten o'clock in the morning yeah. for me so by the time twelve o'clock ran around, I was done. Yeah. Like my game was over. I'd be in a good mood or a terrible mood. With being a Chelsea fan, it's most of the time being in a terrible mood. <laughs> well Navy. no, back then, good. Back then, Since uh, you've taken Graham up Potter. Up and down. Like, Since I, I was Graham at the game Potter. on Saturday yeah. and it was uh, <laughs> it was toxic with your yeah. mate Sam. Yeah. It wasn't g- it was not a good day for uh, either of us. But uh, yeah, the, it was good to go to the Harp and Cow. There were you know, there are a few British bars over there as yeah. well that used to show yeah. the football. Because obviously you get a lot of people go over there on holiday that still mm, want to watch the football. Still, as well. Yeah, I, I remember watching. Uh, 2000. I remember watching Brighton West Ham. Me and Dad went and found a bar to watch Brighton West Ham. Yeah, and like so a, it was, a, it I was watched, like a um, sort of a five My parents seven. came over to visit when I was working for Disney, and we went to the um, there was a Georgian Dragon, I believe it was called, on International Drive at the time, and we watched. Um, Chelsea smash Arsenal six 0 Oh! When the ref sent off the wrong player, yeah, I think he sent off um, Kieran, Kieran Gibbs, Gibbs is... instead of Oxide Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah, that day. So then, um, let's talk quickly uh, about the so the craft beer brewery. Yep. So who's that? That's Big Storm Brewery. Big Storm, in, uh, and so they're Florida. only in Florida. They are expanding all the way um, through the states. They, I believe, they have some. Tap Rooms, I believe it's Texas, or maybe up in New York as well. Mainly Florida. Um, my friend, who was my old manager at Hard Rock, worked for them for quite a bit. I've got friends that work for them currently. Unreal beer. Inbelie- so unbelievable. So good. So good. Like The Key Lime Shandy is my favourite. Um, you've got the um, Oats and Hoes, which they do, which is yeah. their um, which is their stout. That's a really, really nice stout. And they just they do a lot of really nice beer locally sourced in florida all those sort of local ingredients um worked a couple beer festivals with my mate miller to help him out selling the beer um and getting it out there like it's just a really 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 good craft beer and they're a cool little company we'll have to give a little shout out on the instagram for sure um and then just from a point of view we'll just touch on it obviously the attitude you know we're in the longshore on a wednesday afternoon Mm -hmm. and you know there's people in here for their bit of quick pint after work and things like that do you find that the attitude to drinking is very different in florida in the states or is it i feel like it is because a lot of people there are on holiday at the time yeah. wherever you are yeah. so there's people drinking all the time because it's not I'm on my holiday yeah. yeah so like when me and my fiance are going to plan on going there at the end of the year and we're going to be booked in to play a show on International Drive at a bar called yeah. Ten Roof there's always something going on over there whether it be in Universal Disney or um, or an in International Drive it's you don't tend to get quiet pubs like this because the locals will use them as yeah. well and then you've got the mix of all the visitors that are there like it's one of the most visited places in the U- in the usa for uk guests yeah. or people from europe or even domestic tourism in the usa well that's they the like big thing that i've always found especially the, yeah. in the winter because obviously you feel like some of the wind chills up in like chicago and new york over the course of the winter was ridiculous so a lot of them go south mm. um and then Is there anything from the US that you would bring to the UK culture-wise with drinking and things like that? Or or do you think that's got a place in Florida? Is there... I think it's nice that it has its place because, you, you know... It's nice to come to England and go to a dreary little pub yeah. on a Wednesday night and have a you know and have that quiet pint and enjoy that sort of culture because that's our culture. Last thing, so I went to my local the well not my local local but my Worthing local last night for a for a beer and a game of darts straight after work. And we're in there normally on a Tuesday night at like eight thirty when darts are and there's, it you know it's a Tuesday night it's eight thirty pm it's not that busy. Being in there last night at like twenty past five I'm like. Oh shit! It is quite, there's quite a lot of people here actually. Like, and I know that the pub on a Sunday, Saturday, Friday night sort of thing really busy. But it was really nice to see actually how busy it gets just for people popping in for a beer after work. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people do that on International Drive. There's a few bars down there that a lot of people will go to. Um, it's it's a good it's a good atmosphere, but but I think it's nice to keep has it. it's own place it has it's own place and it has it's own place in the States whereas we you know we have our own thing we come in and watch football Yeah, you, know, you have your pub grub and it's, it's so different like you'll have a burger and a beer whereas they'll have a, a bucket of wings and a seltzer boneless wings Do you know what I mean yeah. like, it's so it's so different yeah but it's nice like going back to Disney having all the cultures being brought together like yeah. we played a world cup yeah. When we were working for Disney. And because Disney owned ESPN, ESPN set that up. Really? And oh wow. Was and was that at the sports complex? Yeah. The World well, they Wider a, Sports. They had a Mickey's Retreat, which yeah. was kinda of by where we all lived. So the ESPN World Sports is on Disney property yeah. whereas where we lived, they had a Mickey's retreat, they had a pitch set up. They had teams enter in, we played the Germans, it went to penalties. (laughs) And you beat them? We beat them on penalties, I got a yellow card for severely over-celebrating my penalty, (laughs) like some profanities came out, big time profanities came out. Uh, We played the French, we played the Yanks in the semi-final, they were not happy to lose on no. the home turf, but it was all friendly at the end. they were really nice guys, and we played Mexico in the final. And, won, and, and so England the won well. the World Cup. We well, not England. It was the UK. It? So it was half Brit, half English, half Scottish. Okay. And a Scottish guy scored the uh, winning pen Bet in, he the, loved uh, that. in the uh, final. He absolutely loved it, yeah. and it was it was great to take a, a medal that's, home. That's and that's the thing. That's like it's a multinational it, it mm-hmm. brings people and football brings people together <laughs> like the UK yeah. drinking team even had people from other countries involved like if they were working in the in the yeah. um, pavilion like some of the chefs been... were Americans there was a South African guy I don't know where he worked or how we got about knowing him but he came but in but there was a South African guy who used to work with us Lyle and he was the best guy I loved this guy and I was so sad to see him go when he went because yeah. he wasn't there anywhere near as long as I'd liked him to be he now lives in America, he got a scholarship playing football, like he's married to his dream oh, girl and he's he's doing absolutely everything. That's good. And he was he was so good to have you know it, you know, it's a British dream yeah. team and it's all the camaraderie of the Brits, but having someone that isn't from England join that team and being brave and, you know, joining a team full of British guys it was yeah. amazing. And he was literally I could not speak highly of this guy. He good. was one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, so we'll just move on to the Q&A's then so the first question that I ask all my guests you can only go the one pub for the rest of your life where and why <laughs> have you got one pub that you just get sucked back to all the time pub? yeah can be anywhere can be in Florida can be in Brighton can be you know can be the Longshore <laughs> don't think <laughs> it's, it's going to be the Longshore it's long not shore. the Longshore um, oh it would have to be yeah it would ha- yeah, it'd have to be in Orlando Miller's Ale House okay Miller's nice. Ale House all day Next to U- it's next to Universal it's cheap the food's great they show all the sports Miller's Ale House is Miller, where we Miller's used to drink every night after work when we worked for Universal because it was on the way home yeah and that's where I made my friendships with you people you drop in yeah, and, and then Miller people who have also finished all day long nice dream bar crawl Dream Bar crawl. Will it be I Drive Will it be Epcot Will it be City Walk Will it be Brighton uh, Dream Bar Crawl I'm going to give it to City Walk City Walk And who yeah. are the three people Dead or alive It might just be that you take Travis Miller And one more person Or it might be that I've you I've done many of our crawls Yeah man. That doesn't need to be the dream, a dream anymore. One. No Dave Grohl Yeah Um. I going I have two more right Yeah two more Dave Grohl, for sure. Sean William Scott, who plays yep. Stifler in American Pie, yep. And And... Um, Jensen Ackles, who is an actor in The Boys and Supernatural. Okay, I haven't watched The Boys. Very, very, very good. good. Very good. That's a good, that's a good little that's bar one, call, that. That's not bar I think call. that's getting out of hand quite quickly. Oh, 100%. I don't think you're making it to the Blue Man Group that night. Probably not. <laughs> no, we probably would be the Blue <laughs> yeah. Man Group that night, to be fair. Um, and then... You know you're a big music fan, so you get given the landlord in Miller's Ale House says to you, right, Josh, last song, we need to kick everyone out now. One more song is allowed to be played. What are you going for? Ever since I've been playing acoustic yeah. in bars and pubs everywhere, but it doesn't have to be you playing. It can just be on a. Oh, a last yeah. One. Okay, so if so I so like playing... a last on the jukebox. If I was if you playing, were playing, it's Don't Look Back in Anger. Yeah. Oasis. Um. I don't know who sings the song But the bar that we used to go to Is called IBAR. Bar Every time for their last song Would play Closing Time Okay And I, don't, I can't remember who it's by let have a look But I'll well, have to Google it um, I know the song you mean And they would play that Every single time And everyone would know Okay Semi-sonic time. Yeah it's time. That's the one Yeah This would play As soon as it starts playing At IBar, Bar You know you're out Yeah you know Finish ta- your drink. It's drinks. taxi time You're gone You're done guys. It's uh, taxi time And it was Yeah it's yeah. a very good song to end the night and then so quick fire so bottles or cans having mentioned earlier Americans cans English bit more bottles what's your preference? cans because of the shotguns shotguns yeah we didn't really touch on that shotguns stab a fork anything or just anything Americans have like these key things on their yeah. um, on their For key it. rings yeah it's like a special tool. Yeah. Um, so you, you stab the time. bottom of the can, you yeah. open the top, and, and then you drink. It. For, yeah, chug it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. So you're sucking the beer through the hole yeah. in the can, basically. Um, yeah, shotguns are fun. Pub or club? Pub, all day. All day. Type of alcohol? Beer or rum? Beer or rum. Mm. Spice rum, white rum, dark rum? Dark rum for me, and... Bourbon, if Miller's making the old fashions, because that man makes the best old fashioned anywhere I've ever been. Nice. And then this one throws people off, but I feel like you are going to get it. Favourite TV pub? Favourite TV pub? Yeah, so a pub that you would want to drink in. We've had people have said the Queen Vic, people have said the Rhodes Return, people have said the Phoenix Club. Most Tavern, I've drunk there. McLarens, <laughs> what, Most Tavern, yeah, they Most do. Most Tavern at Universal. Most Tavern. And Duff is absolutely outstanding. it's um, a lovely beer. Yeah, so I mean, I would have said Most Tavern. You can say was, Most nah, Tavern. No, I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna go in. <laughs> I don't wanna copy it. I'm going to go with um, Paddy's pub from um, Always Sunny Always yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia the pub that. that's never got anyone in doesn't it doesn't matter just to, to them I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. care I just want to go and get absolutely Hell of a hammered with series. them because that's hilarious yeah unbelievable even if it's the characters or even the actor the, now that yeah. Bob owns Wrexham it'd be such a sick conversation yeah. to have so yeah the uh, Paddy's pub well mate Hell of a chat. We've um I could talk I could talk for another hour I think on it. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Anyone that is uh wanting a job in, in Florida, Yummy Jobs is place to go. Yummy jobs is a. We're is gonna the place and to go we go are gonna get what's the brewery called? Uh Big Storm We're brewery gonna get in Big Florida. Storm Brewery Florida is gonna come to England. We'll I make, want them to. I can get you I'll get one of them to talk to talk to you. We'll uh, make you know, it through the guys who work there, they're good guys. We'll make it happen. Thanks, Josh. Take All care. Always,